Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. You are now listening to You Betcha with me, the host, Charlie, and my good friend and the co-host of this show, Jack Howard. How are you doing tonight? Doing well, man. Doing well. Yeah, I mean, interesting week last week for me. Um, My hot streak isn't as hot. Um, Still went positive again, which never really can complain about. Um, I'll go straight into my record. I went 11 and nine in college football and five and four in the NFL. Um, underdog was one and one locks were one and two. Um, overall record 116 and 59, which is still really good. So God, damn. Um, but I, uh, yeah, my oh, losses have gone up 20, 23 in the last two weeks. You're coming back to earth, man. You you were freaking asteroid there for like you're still over sixty five percent. Oh, I know. Like you're cooking, bro. Uh, I uh, I went eighteen and eleven last week. I went twelve and eight in college, and mm, math six and three in the NFL. My underdogs and locks swept, which has been pretty consistent for me. Even my though my record isn't as great all time. It's ninety four and seventy three. Still very much in the black. Uh, but yeah, we got some fun football this week, man. You want me to go ahead and kick it off? Yeah, the one one college game. Yeah, man, this is probably <laughs> my favorite. This is one of my favorite games of any sport. My dad was in the Navy, so the Army-Navy game was always one that we watched together. And we will again this weekend. Navy is coming in as a two-and-a-half-point underdog at home. Or not at home. They're playing in New England for the first time ever, maybe. 124th meeting. I'm going to go to the 125th next year. But the total's at 28 points. At least it was yesterday. Might be lower now. Both teams are five and six in general, and they're both negative versus the spread and versus the over. Both teams are top 15 in rushing, while both defenses are in the 50s. So these teams kind of look identical. Where it starts to see the differences is Army played better teams in LSU and Troy. Navy did play Notre Dame, but they got schmacked. I can't believe I watched that game. Both played Air Force. Air Force beat Navy, but Army beat the piss out of Air Force. However, for this matchup, it's all about matchups. It's not about record, especially in rivalry games. Navy has a top 30 rushing defense, while Army is 116th. Navy is also much better on special teams. Army has the better kicker, but Navy is 32nd in net punting, while Army is 112th. And when this game is literally just run, 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 punt, that's huge. So... I'm going to go ahead and have a little bias here. I'm going to take the Navy money line for the three-way tie for the Commander-in-Chief's trophy. Also, take the under at 30 and a half, bump it up two points, be a little safer. I definitely see this being 17 to 13, Navy. Yeah, I'm also going to take Navy. Um, both my grandpa- grand- both my grandfathers uh, served in the Navy, so I also have ties. Um, I do have a fun stat for you, though, Jack. Um, the unders in this game in the last 18 meetings has hit 16 times out of 18. So 16 and two, the unders. Um, so why not follow that trend? Take the under, especially that's being played in Foxborough. I think Foxborough probably hasn't seen a, a team that they root for score a touchdown. And maybe since the Tom Brady era, some are saying <laughs> uh, uh, joking. Uh, um, but yeah, I'm probably also just going to take the Navy money line because why not? We both got ties for it. Um, I mean, yeah, buy buy an extra point, two points if you really can. 
just because 30 is so much nicer than 27 and a half, 28. So, um, yeah, definitely, definitely taking Navy on this one, though. Yeah. Moving into uh, the NFL. Um, first game, New England Steelers. Some are saying this is the preview of the AFC Championship. Uh, and they are wrong. <laughs> this this game is going to suck. It's going to suck so bad that it's probably going to be entertaining. Um, I'm going to hammer probably over on both punts. And then probably over on Chris Boswell field goals. Over one and a half. It was probably my my three favorite plays. Um, definitely look into that on prize picks. Um, I'm literally looking which, at our book right now to see. Um, I, you can't do punts. Is. I don't think you can do punts. No. I've, I've looked. Um, but yeah, I'm. I'm just gonna just go ahead and say I'm gonna take New England plus six. But I'm gonna take them at six and a half. So by that half a point, I feel like this is gonna be a low scoring game. So take the under. I mean, this would this line would have hit last week. The line was. The line six right now. They lost by six last week, so you buy that half a point, make it six and a half. Um, and you never know. If New England comes out, scores a touchdown, then that line's 13 and a half. Yeah. Um, both teams' defense has, have been playing well. Yes, Kyler Murray just dropped, I think it was 24-27 on their head. Um, but that was just a really, really weird game last week that Pittsburgh played. So New England plus six and a half by that half a point and the under in the game because, I mean, it's still 30 and a half, but – it's it's like Iowa football with the Steelers, uh, looks, uh, jerseys, way they play, yeah, yeah. Uh, these Patriots have allowed ten or fewer points, and let's say yeah, there's no punt. Uh, I just selected. They've allowed ten or fewer points three games in a row, and they're zero and three. I think that's an NFL record. It has to be. This game is going to be like six to nothing. I also like the Patriots. I bump it up to seven and a half. I don't like six and a half because you get a touchdown, you get screwed. I'm also taking the under here just for fun. It's a 30 and a half right now. I think this morning it was at 29 and a half. Like I literally just threw $10 on the under just because that's going to be so much fun. I ain't watching the game, but it's going to be fun to see if do they actually hit that. Next up, we have the biggest game for me, the biggest game for my team this year, not including postseason. <clears throat> Philly's coming into town, not Santa. And Dallas is a three and a half point favorite at the time of when I put this down. I don't know if they still are. Uh, I'm just going to bring up Vegas odds while we do this. But the total of points was 52 and a half. Look, no team has swept Dallas since 2011 from Philly. This is also going to be completely biased. So keep in, keep in mind, I'm a diehard of the diehard, baby. No team has swept Dallas since 2011. Philly, uh, even though Jalen Hurts does look better and you're probably going to see a more complete offense as to what they want, not that it's been better because Jalen Hurts' passing rating has gone down the healthier he gets, but Lane Johnson's out. That's a huge loss, arguably the best tackle in the game. Right tackle. Dallas is on their longest home win streak since 1978 through 81. I like the Dallas money line as well as the over, and San Fran will be mighty happy about this one. You see, Jack, I, I want to pick Dallas, but I don't want to give you that satisfaction, and I personally don't <laughs> want to root for Dallas. Um, That's fair. I mean, it, it's it's just jokes, but I don't know. I feel like I said this last week, and I'm going to say it 
again. I think three and a half point favorites to the NFC championship or three and a half. You're giving three and a half points to the NFC championship of la- NFC champion of last year. I feel like that's still too much. Um, I do love the over though in this game. Uh, not my lock, but I do love it. Um, so I'm just going to take a Eagles plus three and a half. I feel like um, with them signing Shaquille Leonard, I, d- I doubt he's playing this week. No, he's also not the same. I don't think it makes no, as big of a difference as no. That's yeah. that's what I was trying to tell you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've been saying that he <laughs> he sucked for the last. Ever since he changes his name, he's honestly sucked. Um, but no, Eagles plus three and a half. I feel like they're really going to change a lot because they haven't looked good recently and they've snuck out wins. Um, got embarrassed last week and now they play their rival or one of their rivals, so. Yeah, take Eagles plus three and a half, but definitely take the over. Um, both teams like to give up points. Both teams for ter- poor turnovers, and both teams have really good quarterbacks. Yes, I said both teams. Um, so, yeah, moving to the next game. Moving to the next game, um, Buffalo, Kansas City. Jack, I actually have some fun stats about this one. Spittle. Josh Allen, two and two and one against Mahomes um, in the regular season. Uh, Sean McDermott is six and zero off of a bye, Damn. but the thing to contradict that last statement, Patrick Mahomes is nineteen and three coming off of a loss. So, I'm taking Bills plus one and a half. One one record has a zero <laughs> next to it. One has a couple of losses. So, give me Bills plus one and a half. The Bills teams have lost several close games this year. It's a must win. For Buffalo, I do, I do hate it. I said this on uh, the pick'em. I hate picking against Patrick Mahomes in general, but then again, off of a loss, it just it doesn't feel right in my mind or my mouth. But yeah. one and a half, if you can get it at two and a half, I know. I think I saw the line yesterday at three plus three. Yeah, it's at one and a half right now. It keeps going, it keeps going down. Yeah. People keep riding Buffalo, which which also scares me, but. Um, I'm going to take the over. Uh, I know both teams have really respectable defenses, but you're talking about two of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. As much as a slander, Josh Allen, I still think he's a he's a top three, if if top five, if not top three quarterback. Um, but two high powered offenses. No matter if Patrick Mahomes has receivers that can catch the ball or not. Um, but yeah, I mean. I think this the this is the first time the Bills are back in Kansas City since that game. I could be wrong about that. I think you're right. Um but yeah, definitely take Bills plus one and a half any over. Um yeah, yeah. Uh, we're in the same boat. <clears throat> Look, you know me, I'm not afraid to go against what people think are the best. I even said San Fran was gonna steamroll Philly last week on the pod, and they sure did. Uh I think Buffalo, even though it's in Arrowhead. If Buffalo doesn't win out or damn near win out, they don't even make the playoffs, dude. They're six and six. Even though Kansas City's desperate because Denver's right behind them, Buffalo's put up 30 plus two games in a row. The Chiefs defense, Jordan loves big cooking, but let's get that clear. But they still let him tear him apart, pick him apart. I'm going to, I was listening to a betting podcast, I think two weeks ago, and or it's a guy who's been doing it for a while, and he was saying, uh, Look, when you when you're on a pod, you should be given exactly what you should want. Not, I, th- I would take. I would. So the past two weeks, I'm including teasers. 
I'm including a teaser here. Uh, seven and a half for Buffalo. Bump it up five just to win some money. Uh, the over as well. It's not worth that worse of odds. It's like minus two, minus two twenty. Um, I like. I guess now with one and a half might be like two fifty, but seven and a half tees. Just take the regular over. We're both on that. These teams are gonna score. And then going into the next game, we have the Titans at the Dolphins. Two Monday night games. Charlie, why do we have two Monday night games, man? At week fourteen, I have no idea. I mean, I guess they thought that. I mean, even before the regular season, that neither of these games look like they're going to be anything that good. Yeah, Packers I, Giants I don't maybe. Get it. But because before the season, I thought they were going to make the playoffs again. I thought they were going to take a step up, Giants. But you know, I don't know. I did it, but I also didn't think the Packers would be this competitive. I didn't either, but Jordan Love's finally gotten in sync, and um, we'll get that game next. But Titans and Dolphins, look, Will Levis is my GOAT. What a play last week. What a play, man. Getting after it, getting his own rebound. He, I think he's really going to be something special, at least a good starting quarterback in this league. But unfortunately, he's going against the most explosive offense in years. Miami's clinging out of that top spot in the AFC. They're not going to lose it here at home. They're going up against another bad team. I can't take Titans. It's plus 13 and a half, total of 47. I just can't pick the Titans to hang around two touchdowns, man. I can't. Like, like I, it's a lot of points, but I don't trust it. So what I have total faith in is teasing six and a half for Miami. That touchdown, I, I like that. I like a cover six and a half from the favoring team, not the opponent team. Uh, I like that six and a half as well as the over. Yeah, I'm going to take that Titans uh, what is the line? 13? 13, 13 and a half? Yeah, let me look at the um, live line. I'm going to take Titans plus, plus 13 and a half. I really feel like this line is only this bad. I mean, I still feel like last like it, if the Titans didn't lose last week, it probably would have been 10, 10 and a half. Uh, I mean, you have to think the Raiders went into Miami and they were given 10 and a half points. I don't think this Titans team's that much worse. Um. This Titans team only lost last week because they had two punts blocked. Uh, one basically killed the Titans punter. <laughs> so I do think this Titans team is better. I don't know if Derrick Henry is playing, which does kind of concern me with this. But I mean, it's you know, Monday night game, on the, but there's any stadium that that doesn't really bother me. It's probably in Miami. Um, so I'm going to take Titans plus thirteen and a half, and then I'm going to take the over. Um, just I mean, it's Miami's offense, so yeah, I feel like that almost it's every week when they're not playing a good defense. So, uh, last Monday night game, Giants, uh, Packers, Zach. I'll be honest, I Zach, love Giants. Come on, bro. I said Jack. <laughs> Sorry, it <laughs> sounded today, so. it sounded like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, um, I'm I love Giants plus six and a half. Um, I, I yes, this Packers team has looked good the last two weeks, but can you really say that Jordan Love is in due for a like a rookie? The like, same thing I said with CJ Stroud last week, which didn't pay off. A little bit of a freshman slump, even though it's not his freshman year technically. Um, but yeah, I feel like this Giants team coming off of a bye at home, kind of like that. I mean, if you could bump it up to seven and a half, go for it. Um, but definitely, definitely take the under in this game. Uh, I don't see Tommy DeVito performing that well. And the Packers have a good defense. So, 
Yeah. And so do the Giants. Uh, the the Packers might have a I don't know why I said, oh Giants defense. I thought I said both defenses in my notes. I was like, what am I talking about? The first of all, the total's only 30. This is the first game we really disagree on. Yes, you could say Jordan loves due for a slump, but the thing is he's in year three, four. Also, that man is really Aaron Rodgers' son. Like his mannerisms, that's a that could be a bad man over there in Wisconsin, man. And I'd like them to keep rolling. I like, I really like Packers plus six or minus six and a half because that's a touchdown. I think they easily beat them by a touchdown. The thing is the Giants defense is trash, but they've also not, not been able to put up points. Like it's garbage time, but they put up 17 against the Cowboys. They put up 17 against Washington who has a pretty good front. Like uh, they saw the Washington saw as the best two interior defense alignment in football. And it's not even close. And um you know, they're still able to score a little bit. And 37 and a half is really low when this game could be 31 to 10. So I like the over for that fact. I also like Giants minus six and a half. To get into my lock of the weeks, um, I got one that's really funny. And if you can bet punts or whatever the hell you want to bet or unders on passing yards, Cleveland and Jacksonville are playing in Cleveland where no one wants to play. That's why LeBron left. Two backup quarterbacks. 20 to 30 mile per hour wind and heavy rain. The line's at 30 and a half. Bro, if you don't hammer that under, if you want to give yourself a little bit of space, but I wouldn't even, man. I took that under at 30 and a half. That's just gonna, there's no shot. What about you for your lock? Yeah, I also had, I have three, so I'll just scratch off that Cleveland Jacksonville because I don't like having the same lock as you. Um, I like the under uh, in the Chargers Broncos game at 43 and a half. Um, yeah, oh, the Chargers yeah. defense has looked really good recently. Broncos still have a good defense. Um, I said this on Pickham the wide receivers are not helping Justin Herbert at all. And then I also like Ravens minus seven. Um, yes, this Rams team is good, but I feel like the Ravens almost always kill NFC teams every time they play them. That and yeah. the Rams have to travel all the way west coast. Um, after a pretty ballsy game against the, uh, the Browns last week. Um, so those are my two locks. Uh, I mean, honestly, if you want to get to that six and a half to be a little safer, do it. Jack, I love my underdog. Who's your underdog? Like, I love it so much. Raiders plus three against the Vikings. I got them too, baby. Uh, it's I I think the Josh Dobbs hot train has come to a stalt. Stop, halt, whatever you want to say. Um, and this Raiders team's not bad. Another team coming off the bye at home. Vegas is a tough place to play. Um, even though I would say 60% of the fans there are probably um, either the opposing team fans or just random tourists at a football game. Um, but, yeah, I do love the Raiders plus three. Yeah, I – in my notes, Minnesota Magic has ran out. Time for Dobbs to fall back to earth. He might be a rocket scientist, but that thing's blowing up and crashing down. The other – no, that was kind of some bars off the dome. Underdog of the week, though, I – since you took my other one, uh, Panthers plus five and a half. They need a second win eventually. New Orleans has fallen apart. They – I have seen the most – look, NFL Twitter's bad, but I have seen the most brutal things Saints fans have said about Derek Carr – um, more specifically in relation to what happened to the man on the sideline this past weekend. Hope that man's okay. Uh, broke his fibula. 
I like this upset to happen here. I like the Panthers to come in to one of the toughest environments in football and just get an absolute steal of a win. Division, you know, it's division opponent. Head coach is still freshly fired, and we called that last week. One of our underdogs is Carolina covering, and they sure did. And I think they do it again, man. Maybe Bryce Young shows a little something. I don't think this is Bryce's fault anyways. The ways, I mean, he's in the worst situation you could possibly have. So, uh, yeah, I like Panthers cover five and a half. And we were going to do player props. When I prepped this, which was yesterday morning, there weren't really a ton of player props available. The only Yeah, well, we could put those out on Chuck Talk on like Friday or Saturday when more lines are out. Awesome. I will say, though, since you're on the pod, Trubisky under 180 and a half passing yards. No shot in hell. I like it. I'm also, I would say also take Chris. I mean, it kind of contradicts mine. Chris Boswell over one and a half field goals made. But they're going to run the ball. They don't have punts available. If you're on price picks, you hammer the over on punts. I'm taking a parlay with both punters. That's the only reason why my parlay, I didn't win hit another parlay. I did hit a $260 parlay uh, Monday night, though, which was. That was insane. It was a Hail Mary because it's the most random two players to get a sack. Joe Mixon over 13 and a half carries, a field goal over 46 and a half yards, and then Evan Ingram over 50 receiving yards. Two of those hit with less than a minute left in the fourth quarter. I started out, by the way, funny story. I haven't even talked to you about this like in person, whatever, Charlie. Started out with the most historic down week betting I've ever had. Like awesome, dumb stuff. That's all my fault. And I almost made every single cent back a broke even. Uh, like I had a crazy weekend betting uh, sports. And the only thing that didn't make me straight even was Jags not getting Jags. I had Jags money line, dude. What happens, man? I go to bed. Trevor Lawrence is fine. They're up 28-21. I wake up. Trevor Lawrence is injured and Jake Browning's Tom Brady. I don't know. I don't know what goes on in the NFL, man. It's any given Sunday here. It's any given Sunday. So, yeah. Um, well, if you're still listening to the pod, um, I did make a Chuck Talk podcast hat. Um, if y'all are interested in wanting one, message me, um, and hopefully I can either get one made for you or within the next week or two, um, I'll have a bunch here that are a lot cheaper than what I am what I bought mine at. So uh, if you want one, check out the socials at Chuck Talk underscore. We're going to have um, – actually, this week, I promise I will have our, our cards out. Um, and then Friday or Saturday, I will also post. Um, we'll probably both put like what a six legger prize picks. Oh yeah, well flex um, Friday that, that y'all could y'all could tail. So um, yeah, actually let's let's do that Friday so people can maybe tail it or pick and choose off our picks. So oh yeah, um, but yeah, like I said, check out our socials at Chuck Talk underscore where all this stuff will be on. Um, and yeah, thank you and God bless. <laughs>